Welcome to Bo's Cafe. Bruce, and all four of us here. Oh, yes. This is good. Who would miss uh, 114 degrees? I mean, yeah. this is an outstanding mm-hmm. day. It was mm-hmm. 97 this morning at mm-hmm. 5 o'clock when I went out from my 97 walk. at 5 o'clock? It was 97. You oh, guys. that's how it's not right. It's excellent. I had, it felt eerie. It was so hot. I had yeah. to dip Bailey in the pool before we went out on a walk just to save her life. Yeah. Yeah. I actually lit myself on fire to cool off. <laughs> How hot was it? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, David, you, you escaped the heat. I what do you, did. There's nothing to complain about. No, I was in, I was in San Diego for three and a half days with high school students camping. Which was wonderful. You know what's tough about San Diego? Yes. No. Humi- what? Humidity. Humidity. Oh, oh it was balmy. Oh, it's a nightmare. So, oh. 74 You're all the time. All the time. Oh, jeez. I it hate is, when that happens. It's hard. And I stopped by this, I call it little, it wasn't, this rustic cafe called Janet's Montana Cafe. Oh, boy. As you come down from oh. this ugly, rocky, mountainous where everybody's radiator's blowing up. Just to get to San Diego, it's like the, you know, you have to get past the guardians of the utopia. Yeah. You you pass this uh, in, Indian reservation with a casino, of course, and you go a little further. Did you lose or make money? No, I didn't I, go in. Oh, okay. You go through Pine Valley, which is a tiny little place where the first time you see pines, and then you get to Alpine. And I've always been curious about Alpine because you go from literally barren, yeah. rocky nothingness to all of a sudden there's all these trees and i wanted to go there and so i told john about it and he said i've been and you just go, just you, a week before you have to go to janet's montana cafe because they have this giant pie so i went and it was wonderful but i didn't have any pie because i was going to take pie back to everybody at camp but the waitress wouldn't let me do it she said no it will melt but you, the, but you whoa. sat on the back patio I, I with the sat on the back patio i had pumpkin pancakes trees. at like oh. Is there a view of anything, or is it you just in the trees? Trees, yeah. but they've got kind of like a rustic little kind of town almost set up uh, back. It's, okay. it's kind of it's kitschy. It's just so but surprising neat. to see it there. That's yeah, what it's, it's just out of nowhere. What's yeah. the Montana? Is that the Janet well, comes there's from a Montana? there's a giant or? bear on top. I don't oh, know. Okay. Well, I guess that could be it. I but, remember when Dave Derecki took me to Ted's Montana. Oh, that's no, that place. Uh, that, oh. There you go. There's well, another. Oh, off subject. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, listen. Let's stay on the pie. All right. <laughs> oh, okay, so the pie. I didn't get any pie because I was going to have a li- giant slice. And I was like, no, I'm going to be generous and I'm going to bring the pie to everyone. So I didn't have any other table. And then she said, no, you can't take that. It will melt. We're, we're not even going to sell it to you. I thought that was very interesting that they wouldn't do that because they were like the, wow. the integrity of the pie. Yeah. Yeah. So I bought these cookies literally the size of my face. I bought six of them. They, I, they were a dollar. So I took wow. them to camp. Everybody loved me. It was very exciting. Wow. Just take wow. people chocolate, chocolate chunk cookies. Yeah. Everyone yeah. will love you. That's what Man. I found out. That's well, we're glad you came by today. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's the moral of that story. And uh, <laughs> no, let that be a lesson to us all. Come on. we got to talk about food from time to time. <laughs> that's great. Like so, every day, if you work with David, that's right. Absolutely. That's yeah. Well, we did, we did uh, have a good time at camp, yeah, and we're okay. trying to continue to embed what we're doing here on the podcast with high schoolers. And so wow. it's super important. There's just over 60 of them, and we get to do these one-on-one times where we're just walking with 14 to 18-year-olds talking about life. And 
I had three or four one-on-one conversations with the same person who's making very, uh, very important life choice about what she's going to do with the rest of her life in a relationship. And it was, it was like talking to someone my age. It was that critical of a choice. And we were just talking through what we talk through on the podcast. Just what does Jesus have to do with your life choices, with your relationships, with acceptance, with trust? And it was a gift. To get to do that, because we might think that, or some people might think that high schoolers aren't interested. That's nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, you just have to get in the right setting and be trusted, and it's incredible what they'll let you into. Amen. So, did, did uh, you have a theme for that camp? Or what was? Yeah, we were talking about gratefulness. Okay. Which. I didn't connect with at first, but then I thought, uh, you know how I want to kick this off because I got to speak the first night was just how how can we think about are we grateful not only for our lives but for the cross and what this new life that God has given us means. And I said, you don't even have to be grateful. I'm not trying to guilt you into being grateful or you really should because blah, blah. I said, just wherever you are, all I'm asking you to do is think about it. Because there's a good chance you're far more grateful than you think. And so I was saying, think about something that, you're, that you take for granted. Think, think about something that you expect, that you have an expectation of. And if you just flip your perspective, then really that's something that you're grateful for. Because that is something that you want, that is something that you think you need. And if we just th- flipped our perspective, it's possible that you're far, far more grateful for Jesus, for your family, for the health or, or the redemption that you see in the world, any of that, then you might think you are. And it's right there. It's right there for you to discover. It's not something you have to make up or, I don't know. So it was a, it was a neat kickoff. And then we had some great stories from different leaders about hard times in life and what they're grateful for on the other side of it. And hmm. It was a good time. That is good. Uh, gratefulness adds a lot to our joy in life. It it really does uh, change a perspective when somebody that even when you're around somebody that's grateful, mm-hmm. uh, it adds to the joy. And I had that thought running through my mind that we've been talking about recently of contentedness mm-hmm. and how if you are not content, let's say as a parent or even yeah. as a leader, then that is contagious. Yeah, not that being really content is. is contagious. And I thought the same thing. Not being grateful as a friend, as a husband, as a father, as a whatever, I think that's contagious. Mm -hmm. And so it was uh, good for me to challenge myself with what am I grateful for? What am I taking for granted that really I love and cherish and appreciate? Oh, that's good. Hey, what are we doing next time? Well, we are moving into a a new uh, series on the ascent of a leader, yes, so we'll we be doing the Ooh, ascent, back to the future, the ascent <laughs> principles. Okay, and uh, our first book, uh, and now our latest podcast. Absolutely, yeah, and and a book that's still used in a lot of universities and different uh, missions for leader development. Yes, and uh, I think about the the byline. I'm not sure I can remember it, but how ordinary relationships develop extraordinary character and influence yeah and that's what we want to talk about and that's partly david what you're talking about here in terms of 
just how our ordinary lives can be contagious and influential. Nice segue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well done, well, Bruce. That was yes. Yes. very, very nice. well I like done. being called ordinary. That's yeah. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amen. Amen. So next week we'll start uh, on the ascent and um, pull the principles out of the ascent. And you can get this book if you want to go along with us on this ride. Uh, probably Amazon, I guess, would be the best That'd place be the best to get way. it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to have this book. Have you to have it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can get on Kindle. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're in San Diego this summer, you must go downtown to the Donut Bar. Unbelievable. <laughs> Look it up online. Whereabouts is it? It's, it's right downtown. They sell out of 2,500 to 3,000 donuts within two hours of opening almost daily. The best confectionery delight I've ever had, the caramel latte donut. Just, just... Better than your... Just ba- a bookend. Bacon, this. caramel... That doesn't that, even, that's not even that, in the running. It's not really, even in the marathon. Really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it just uh, eclipses Voodoo eclipse, Donuts. Eclipse. Yeah. Okay. Total eclipse of the heart. Downtown San Diego. Downtown San Diego. See, we're back to food again. We yep. got David here. We need to go back to San Diego. Yeah, here we go. Enjoy, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye.